Welcome to the Buyers Agent Institute podcast, the show that will take you from your nine to five to living a life on your terms. We hear from the experts themselves, sharing how they created their success and give you actionable steps to help you create a lifestyle by design. Becoming a buyer's agent requires passion, dedication, and great mentorship. This podcast will share with you all three so that you can turn buying property into a career. Yes, I have just have surprised myself a lot. Going through lots of different ups and downs, you wonder how we're gonna get through it. But my mindset has been very important being positive, having um, the time to exercise. So yes, I, I have been resilient and a lot more than I thought I was. Welcome to the Buyers Agent Institute show. The purpose of the show is to bring awareness to buyers agents, to bring awareness to the career opportunities that the buyer's agent sector provides people, to bring awareness to the value that buyer's agents provide to people who need help buying property. Our goal with the show is to strip back and dive into the stories of remarkable buyer's agents who are paving the way forward in one of the fastest growing real estate career trends. Our guest today is Brady Ushia. Brady's professional background started off in the telco sector where she managed and trained large teams. After the telco sector, she then moved into real estate as a sales agent for around two years. After that, she then moved into the buyer's agent space and we worked together at Cohen Hamlin for five years. Currently right now, Brady is running her own business called Brady Marks. There's a team of four, she's looking to grow. They're very busy, they're doing big deals. It's a lot of fun and we're here today to really dive into Brady's story. Today, I'd like to introduce Brady. Welcome, Brady. Thank you so much. It's fantastic to be here today. I appreciate it. And I'm really looking forward to learning about not only what you're doing now, but also what you have done, because you do have a remarkable story. Thank you. Yes, it's been a journey that's been very exciting and um, I'd love to share it with everyone. I want to talk a bit around resilience now, because I've always been inspired and also admired you because when we're all working together at Cohen Handler, you're a single mother, and you really were so persistent with how you move through things, not just work, but how you navigated through life. And obviously I don't have kids, so I couldn't really relate to it, but I've always been really inspired. So have you always been so resilient? Yes, I have just have surprised myself a lot. Going through lots of different ups and downs, you wonder how we're gonna get through it. But my mindset has been very important, being positive, having um, the time to exercise. So yes, I, I have been resilient and a lot more than I thought I was. So mindset's been a, a big part of it. Very, very big part. And do you feel like sometimes you get off the wagon with the exercising and then obviously the mindset's a tricky thing to try and manage. I mean, I find that myself. Have you had any consistent uh, routines that you've had to kind of keep you on track? Yes, yeah, so the consistency has been Pilates. Pilates is what's kept me going. Um, I absolutely love it because you are using your mind as well as your body when you're exercising, but it gives me a time to also zone out. Uh, I love walking, love being by the water. So that's kept me going. It's amazing. Yeah. I know when we're working together, you always had a, uh, an inspiration to manage teams. And I know in your background working in the telco space, you've obviously had a, 
a lot of experience there working and managing with teams. I mean, now you're living and breathing it with your new company, right? Absolutely, yes. And you lo- like, are you finding things challenging? I'm, I'm sure you're loving it all, but what, what are you finding? There's a lot of challenges now with the new business? I find, I don't find it too challenging. I guess the part that I love is seeing people grow and people succeed. So sometimes challenging is when people have got their own scenarios going on and being able to work with their scenarios and make sure that they're on top of their game. Absolutely. And I guess with your background, you've obviously worked as a sales agent. Yes. Why did you leave that space? The opportunity came when Cohen Handler was growing and they were opening up an office in Mosman, saw an opportunity that was advertised and just something said to me, explore it. I I don't know exactly what it was, but at the time I felt that it was uh, an opportunity that I wanted to do. I've never worked as a selling agent, so I can't relate to the day-to-day activities. I understand what selling agents do. Did you see yourself long-term being a selling agent or did did you enjoy it? So initially I found it very tough. I've got to be honest and say that I wasn't sure whether it was for me but I was thinking about the end game in mind. So I didn't know if it was gonna be for me long-term, but thought this is where I'm at now and I've gotta keep going. And when the opportunity was there to become a buyer's agent, I jumped at it. And you obviously, I mean, you, you, you love what you do and you're obviously very good at it. I mean, from working with you, you're exceptional at working with buyers and obviously putting deals together. Are you finding that easy to translate into the team now? Like, is that something that you're able to like get your your skill and your process and bring that in, integrated into the team? Yes, absolutely. From the beginning of becoming a buyer's agent, I knew that's where my place was in real estate. It's amazing. And obviously running a business does come with challenges. You're obviously doing a lot of business now. I'm seeing online that you guys are buying a lot of stuff. It's all going well. What are plans for you guys for next year? So our plans are to grow the team, to make sure that we cover all areas in Sydney and then potentially interstate, but most importantly to make sure that our service is exceptional and that we take care of our clients. Yeah, clients, I mean, you can't lose sight of the clients. Absolutely. What are you doing to switch off? I mean, running a business, I know what it's like and it's tough and a lot of challenges. It's very volatile with energy levels and you've obviously got a family. What do you do in your downtime to recharge the batteries? Yeah, that that is a bit of a balance. Um, For me, it's about exercise. I love Netflix. Uh, I I guess getting into bed late at night and watching TV is good. But I don't really have much downtime at the moment. So that's one area that I need to create more time to relax. Okay. What are you watching on Netflix? (laughs) I'm watching so many things on Netflix, but at the moment I'm watching a show called Top Boy. Okay. I might check it out. And with the market the way it is in Sydney, because I know you guys are focused in Sydney, right? Yes. It's obviously, one could say it's heating up again. Are you finding the market challenging at the moment with like, is there low stock levels? Is there high stock levels where you guys are are operating? What are you seeing? Seeing very low stock levels, exceptionally low. So for us, it's about creating opportunities for our clients working with the agents, getting pre-market and off-market opportunities to present to them. And is there a lot of pre-market and off-market around? There's not a lot, so we really have to create those opportunities. Okay, and in terms of the mix of your clients, are they predominantly owner-occupiers, are they investors, developers, how's that? 
a mix of everything, uh, investors, upsizers, owner-occupiers, downsizers, expats. Okay, so that's diverse. Why are you finding clients are coming to your group at the moment? Is it time poor? Is it sick of missing out? Sick of real estate agents? Is there a common theme or it's all over the place? Mainly time poor and lack of stock. Do you feel like when you sit in front of prospective clients, they, I mean, you've obviously been a buyer's agent a long time now, but do you still feel like they question the value of not just you, but just of buyer's agents still? Like, do you feel like it's changing or, I mean, I'm not sitting in client meetings anymore, so I'm not feeling it, but are you, anything that you're noticing around that? I'm noticing that they want to feel that they're getting value add. That's very important. But once we show them case studies, which is what is the real scenario that we've been working with, they're very happy to come on board. But they also must be impressed with you being a previous selling agent. So you understand intimately how it works on the sell side with how they you know, deal with vendors and how they deal with buyers. And obviously you're in a very established buyers agent. So, I mean, there must just be value in that, but I mean, sometimes they, they might not see that at a high level right? Uh, yeah, sometimes they don't see that. I think for them it's about feeling comfortable that they're going to have the, the, the chance to view different opportunities because there's not a lot online. If you go into domain and real estate across the board at the moment, there's only a handful in each suburb and in, in fact in some suburbs there's nothing. Yeah, and so they're asking you just bring, bring us off market? Look bring us off markets. It's not so much about getting a bargain because there's no bargains in Sydney. Right. It's about having the, the different types of properties to be able to have choice. And if a client does or a prospect says to you, you know, just bring me off market, are you, I mean, you gotta be careful with how you obviously set the expectation. Are you, how, how are you answering that? So what I'm saying to them is we'll absolutely show them off markets and pre-markets. However, the right opportunity could be an on-market. So therefore we've got to get ahead of the pack and make sure that we beat the competition. So I always set that up in the beginning so their expectations are that it's not just off markets that they're gonna be presented. Yeah, it's important to obviously set that expectation, right? Because yeah. if, if, you, if you tell a prospective client that you're just gonna give them off market, they're just gonna expect that. I used to always think, and you might remember this at CH days, that when clients would say to me, just bring me off market, I, I always felt like they couldn't execute and buy what was on the market. So their problem was they couldn't get a deal with what was on the market, so they wanted off market as their alternative option, but you need to address the first issue. Absolutely, it's so important. That first meeting before they sign up is so crucial in the journey, even though the, the criteria can change throughout the journey, but their expectations need to be set right in the beginning. Yeah, it's, it's so true. And in terms of marketing, I mean, I've been watching you guys online, your social presence, the new branding of your company it looks awesome, like it's really slick. Are you doing anything online with social media now to really uh, look for more buyers? Like, what's, is there like a social media stra strategy in place for you guys or? Thank you, yes, we do have a strategy in place and we're working to produce lots of different fantastic um, articles and lots of content that is gonna come out soon. It's important, right? Very important. You know, when I left CH last year, I didn't have a personal Facebook account. So I'd set one up uh, nine years ago, but it was invalid. And so I've had to go on that journey of really pushing out content and getting out there and getting exposure. And I think it's important to start to work out the strategy of what you wanna do and 
how you want to find potential clients, how you want to communicate, um, how you want to look and feel and all that stuff, it's, it's important, right? It's very important and most important, you've got to be real because people mm -hmm. want to be able to relate and think, wow, yes, we like what we're seeing. People want authenticity and I've noticed that a lot. People want to see real people and hear real stories and everyone's got a story and I think it's up to the people to start sharing their story in order to really engage and I feel connect with people. What, what do you think? I completely agree with you. I think that people are, quite often are scared sometimes to talk about their journey and about their story but it actually encourages other people to make changes and to realize well it's okay to have been on this path but it's even better to really take the plunge and go on to the next road. Yeah and I mean what I, one of the things I think is cool about real estate on the buy side because I can't talk about the real estate agent side is all the people you meet like all these personalities uh, you're meeting such a diverse range of clients and they've all got their own story to tell as well and I always found that super intriguing because when I was working corporate I know you were corporate before you're typically stuck with the same employees and the, the, the same like the, the same style of team all the time so I don't feel like you're interacting too much with external people but when you're in real estate you're learning so much about different people like do you, did you find that yes I, I absolutely have found that and I love it because I love people I love people's different personalities I love helping people I love getting to know them so every day is different that's what's awesome about being a buyer's agent. Yeah, and it's, it's flexible. We work really hard, but it is, it is flexible. I mean, you've obviously, you've been able to manage not only your new business now, but working and, and, your, and your kids, right? And obviously you're busy, but you've been able to manage both, right? Yes, and also get, go through the HSC at the moment with my daughter, yeah. <laughs> which is a challenge in itself. And there's a lot of pressure on the kids like that. Too much pressure, but very rewarding. Yeah, and do you think your kids will, will get into, follow your steps and get into, into real estate? At this stage, no, but you never know. And I guess looking at the market now, I mean, it's interesting, pre-election, the sentiment was not great. I think as buyers agents, we, we did feel it, like real estate agents. It has, I mean, I feel like it's taken a turn. Obviously, rates have dropped again and they're low, but do you feel like from buyers you're talking to and things you're, and experiences that you're going through that the sentiments changed? Yes, there's actually a fantastic buzz around, which is, is incredible because at the beginning of the year, it was very negative and there was a lot of, I wouldn't say that it was exciting in the marketplace, but it was very otherwise. So now that the sentiments changed, people are, Oh, there's a sense of urgency, but at the same time, people are excited. Do you think the reason why in Sydney prices are kind of skyrocketing a bit is because there is low stock? Yes. But do you think that's one of the key reasons? Yes. Yeah, because it's just interesting how the market can change so quickly, right? And we, we saw it coming, but we didn't see it coming this quickly. It's, it's almost as if the tap was turned on and there's a floodgate of buyers. Yeah, it's amazing. I know you've always worked with expats, like you've always had very good relationships with uh, people in Singapore and Hong Kong. Are you, and you mentioned expats earlier, are you still working currently with a lot of expats? Yes, and from America as well now. And with Brexit, there's also talk about your people from Europe yeah. wanting to invest in Sydney are they and Australia, I should say. Are they inspecting 
the properties when you find it for them or, or they just over there and they just fully trust you to go, hey, it's good to go and you just buy? Combination of both. Combination of both. And with your new company, are you guys doing property management? Yes. Oh, you are? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, cool. And where do you think the buyer's agent space is going? I mean, it's growing. I'm creating more buyer's agents. Some people <laughs> don't like me. Um, but I, I genuinely think it needs to grow. Like some buyer's agents, uh, I think, have a limited mindset. When there's less than 1,000 in a population of 25 million, it's not a lot. And there's over 50,000 real estate agents. So, I mean, what are your views on the, the buyer's agent space moving forward? So first, I think you're doing an amazing job. So I love your work. Keep you, going. You don't, you don't want to kill me? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> okay. um, I think that over the next five years, you'll be seeing one in three buyers using a buyer's agent. And I think it's very important to have the right people on your side. Yeah, I've, I've never understood, which is why when I started Cohen Handler, I was like, what is going on? Like the seller, when they wake up, think to call a real estate agent and they've got that independent representation and buyers when we started Cohen Handler 10 years ago, had no representation. And that never made sense to me. So I think it's grown really slow, in my opinion, the buyer's agent space. I think it's actually grown really slow. So I do hope that there's one in three in the next five years. We're definitely moving in that direction. More and more people are inquiring, more and more people are comfortable yeah. with using the service. So more feel-good stories, I think, out there in the marketplace is what's going to create the confidence. And real estate agents, I mean, do you feel like they're ultra receptive to buyers agents that you deal with? A lot more now than when I began my career in being a buyers agent. And I think that they're seeing the benefit of working together with the buyers agents more and more every day. Do you think they're feeling threatened initially? Because, I mean, obviously they, they're, they're, they're groomed to work with buyers and to nurture buyers and do you think they felt threatened initially? I don't think they understood the role of a buyer's agent. So therefore there was that element of feeling threat threatened. Yeah, and I do know obviously uh, real estate agents are a good referral source for buyer's agents. So I think you, you, as a buyer's agent, you don't wanna burn the bridges. And I do know there's a lot of buyer's agents who don't get back to real estate agents and it pisses them off. So they go through the property and they just don't call them. I mean, with your firm, I'm assuming that you guys obviously get back to real estate agents, give feedback and... Always, that's an absolute must. We love working with real estate agents. And I have to say that they do say to us, well, thank you for getting back to us. So what you're saying is correct. A lot of buyers agents are not communicating. Once they've been through the properties and they've found something for their client, they don't even let the agents know. So it's just a little bit of being courteous. Fantastic, and where can people who are listening here find you, your website? They can go to bradymarks.com.au, my uh, social media, Instagram, Facebook, we're everywhere. Okay, and in terms of where you're servicing, what areas in, in Sydney? So at the moment we're servicing Upper North Shore, Lower North Shore, Northern Beaches, Inner West, Eastern Suburbs, the city, and we're working with a couple of other agents that are hopefully going to be coming on board soon where we'll be able to service the whole of Sydney. That's amazing. And just before we, we, we finish up, I mean, I've always felt that for the buyer's agent space, I've genuinely felt it's more suited towards females. I've always thought that real estate agents, it's like, well, maybe it's my perception, but like it's alpha male, it's more male dominated, which, which I, I, I don't know the data, but I think it is. But I feel like women are, are more suited to, to dominate the sector. I mean, what do you, do you have any th thoughts on that? Or? Well, I think women are more emotional. 
So therefore, I think that we can adapt to all different scenarios with different personality types. But yes, I do agree with you. Yeah, and, and I do. I think that what we're doing as buyers age is more consultative. And you're right, it's, it, there's a lot of emotion. And I just feel like clients don't want a sleazy salesperson with the shiny shoes and the shiny teeth and the, you know, I just don't feel like, I don't know, they don't want that. No. And I think that, I do think, especially over the next five years, I know you said one in three, I think there's gonna be a lot more females that, that jump into this space. Well, I can see the people that are reaching out to me a lot more are females than males. Really? Yes. Yeah. And in terms of real estate agents, do you, do you think a lot of real estate agents are gonna jump into the buyer's agent sector? Definitely. Yeah, because there's a lot of, I mean, I think there's a lot of real estate agents that are finding it tough. And it's a natural, I think it's a natural progression for them to potentially move into what we're doing. It is. And they understand the selling side so well that it makes sense if they are finding it difficult on the sales side to give it a go as being a buyer's agent. Yeah, I agree. Well, nice chatting with you. I appreciate you being here and diving into your story. And as I opened up, I really appreciate and admire your resilience, your determination, what you've done. I mean, to see you when I was a co handler, you've always wanted to run a team and to see you now running your own business with a successful team with four and you're growing and you're obviously doing a lot of deals and your social media, your marketing looks fantastic. I just wanted to congratulate you and it's been awesome just diving into your story. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to be here and I love your support. Thanks so much. So for those of you watching now, you can visit Brady on the website. Uh, she mentioned it's obviously going to be on the screen so you can check her out. They're servicing all of Sydney. They're a growing team. They're very dynamic. They're very experienced. I mean, I worked with Brady for five years and she's super switched on and she runs an awesome company. So check them out. We'll see you next week. To find out more about how you can become a stellar buyer's agent yourself, head to www.buyersagentinstitute.com.au.